Cheers, bro. Cheers. Ooh, that is good. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, well, bourbon. It's caramely. No, right? You can tell it's got a lot of barrel love. In the cup. Sweet finish. So uh, it's been a minute since it's been we on the mic. Uh, we had some technical issues <laughs> that I was trying to navigate, y'all. I learned a lot about myself and about, you know, <laughs> problem solving. So I feel like I've grown in the last few weeks. I think we spent 40, <laughs> probably an hour and a half, 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Yeah. Easily in one sitting. And then probably another sitting and you tried everything and it would just stop after like 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those moments where you see the meme or the video, the dude who like punches his TV <laughs> or like throws his electronics. They lose I never the, understood the football game. people that do that. Like, why would you ever do that? Why would I, I would ever get that serious? Be that mad. And then I'd punch my own. TV. Here I am in this moment like this. Mm. But then I feel but, like I'm, I'm t- like Michael Jordan. Right? I'm taking this personally. Like, I feel like. <laughs> This computer is doing this to me personally. This is def- now I get it. Now I now understand. I-, <laughs> I personified my electronics. So I was like, ooh, you yeah. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you lucky to meditate. Otherwise, this would be over. Look at his feelings. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and then my... My dumbass went and got... Uh, messed up with a knee surgery. That's a pretty big injury, bro. Yeah, yeah. Easter Sunday just completely... Blew out everything in my knee, playing pickup basketball with my family. Yeah, and I want to be clear, right? This isn't like the Mark Byer. I don't want you to think like cable guy, like he had tape on his ankles and like, you know, headbands on and stuff. It was just really actually like a chill, really relaxed kind of experience. I think I think my brother-in-law might have had a headband on. Oh. <laughs> and I probably did cut my sleeves off. Did you? But we were just having fun. And this is what happened. The bullshit thing that happened is we went to this park and we didn't even know it. And it didn't have 10 foot rims. It had eight foot rims. So (laughs) I was trying to just cram. Yeah, man. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? White men can jump on an eight foot rim. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, man, it was the last we were done with the basketball game. We were completely done with the basketball game. Go back and eat Easter dinner. Yeah, I just wanted one more dunk. And so I was like, I yelled at my brother-in-law. I was like, yo, one more. He passes me the ball. And I go up, and right when I jumped, it felt like, and I mean, I was looking. I thought I hit a pole. With the way that my the pain knee. felt so bad if you've ever hit your kneecap on something. Like a fire hydrant. That's exactly the thought that I had in my head. That's exactly the thought, because I can only think of something that, it's more solid. There's nothing that feels more solid than a fire hydrant. There's no give in not the fire hydrant at all. Yeah, not even reverberation. <laughs> <laughs> that, those and, are facts. Yeah, and and I thought I'm like, where the fuck did the fire hydrant come from? It was not there when I jumped. <laughs> and I guess my my brother-in-law said my both. I went out in front of me, and I landed on my hip. I landed on my right hip. Landed on my hip, and uh, he goes, he goes, I thought you broke your hip. <laughs> <laughs> and I look down and my my right leg is bent like a normal 90 degrees so don't think of like it's a, the opposite 90 degrees I'm not saying that it was just bent like a normal bend 
but it was so tight that I couldn't even move it. It was yeah. like locked. It, like it felt like, um, like I completely, like the bottom part of my leg wasn't attached. It like it felt in my head, like there was um, no feeling in my bottom leg. I felt from the down. Yeah, yeah. As as the sounds, it felt like it just right there that might be like completely fucking separated, separated in the skin, kind of deal. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. So I, they, my gen, I said my kneecap was sticking up. It wasn't through the skin, but it was just like, what the fuck? I had jeans on too. And we were playing in jeans. That's how like basic this was. Right. And so, um, and uh, you could see the kneecap coming through like the jean, not, not poking through the jean, just like, whoa, it's a, that's an odd shape. And so I was like, Jen, you gotta, you gotta straighten this out. Cause the quad was just like all rolled up and it was cramping like a motherfucker. And uh, so she comes over and she straightens out my leg and I'm laying on my, my back and finally like, um, like the, the pain subsided because the muscles stopped cramping as much. Yeah. And uh, they were like, oh, you, let's can we get you in the car and get you to the hospital. I was like, no way, man, I cannot get out. So the ambulance came, put me on the on the stretcher, and uh, I knew I couldn't. I something was wrong. Something was wrong with um, like being able to just get up. Like I could tell it, it hurt so bad that I couldn't even lift my leg. <clears throat> and um, so they they were like, "Can we get you up the stretcher? Can you?" I go, "Do you have a board?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Can you put me on a board?" And they're like, "Yeah." I could roll to my side. Told me fine. Fine. There's like, no way I can see you sitting up, not with the way the quad and how you're yeah, just how you're, yeah, the, yeah. the right contraction and yeah. then seizing that you were feeling that attachment. Then you can't, you sit, can't up. sit up. Exactly. You're exactly right, Jay. That was the moment where I was like trying to sit up and I was like, no, dude, this is fuck, man. Everything's fucking going crazy. Yeah, my right leg. <laughs> totally. okay? Feels like it just blew up. And um, and so they put me on the on the um stretching they get me in the ambulance and uh they go to, we go to the hospital and, and i got x-rays right away but after i was sitting in there with the x-rays i was sitting on the um bed and my legs were out in front of me and i could tell the right kneecap was just like floating and i'm like what the fuck look at this and i showed jenna i was like look at like it's just like floating above my my leg <clears throat> and the other one is like just a little, in place. little butt bump. Yeah. And I took my thumb, my right thumb, and put it behind that right kneecap, and there was, like, nothing there. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, Jen. I'm like, this is gone. I'm like, look at And I push my thumb down in it, and then she pushed her thumb on the other side. I'm like, look there was at nothing. how hard this is Nothing here. attached. Yeah. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we sat there for, no lie, five hours in the emergency room. And uh, finally, the... Um, a physician's assistant came in after she saw the x-rays she's like well i don't see anything on the x-rays i'm like you're not gonna and and she's like what you know what do you think and i was like i think my it's torn yeah my quad's torn completely off because there's nothing i don't there. have an attachment to my knee yeah and uh and she's like, well, let me see. Let me do some mobility tests. I'm like, what Ooh, mobility test? Fuck and that. I'm like, don't bend my knee. Because yeah. if you bend my knee, it's going to really hurt. And uh, um, she uh, she picked it up. She was holding it. I had, I had Jen hold it like straight because 
I could tell at that by this point we knew that the leg just had to stay straight. If the leg 100%. stays straight, like I'm, there's no pain actually. And so she was holding it, and then she moved the nurse practitioner moves it from the outside to the inside. <sighs> and uh, or I keep saying nurse practitioner, sorry, physician's assistant. Physician's assistant comes up, moves it side to side, and didn't hurt. And then she bends it, and I was like, "Oh, fuck!" I'm like, "Don't bend it." And she's like, and she looks down and she goes, oh, this is torn. And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's what I've been trying to tell you. And uh, I was like, can I just get a brace and um, I'm going to go get MRIs somewhere else. And she was like, at first she was like, we should, this has got to be repaired. You got to get this taken care of quick. Like we should admit you. And I'm like, nope, nope. I just want to just give me a brace. I'll get home. I want an MRI. I want to like do this the right way. So yeah, they um, I got into uh, shout out to Dr. Chala. Oh my God, this guy is a like he is he was put on this earth to do what he does, man, Love and it. he does it really well. He was the nicest guy. I I um, knew somebody that knew him, and that person put me in touch via text with him, a surgeon, which I don't normally think that's, you know. I don't know if I should even say that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah, yeah don't want to yeah. get anybody in trouble. But um, he got me in then literally the next day to see me. And then when we did the MRI and I, he saw me, I mean, he, he before we did the MRI, he pushed his finger where I <laughs> pushed my finger in. And he was like, ooh, that's gone. He goes, it feels like he got the gutters, which means the medial and the lateral uh, tendons. Yeah. The gutter. But we don't have the and he looked and he's like okay so this is you know what's going on or yeah he's like he oh he wanted to see if it was detached from the kneecap or it was like spliced in half and it was detached from the kneecap so it came off the kneecap that's why that pain of the knee felt because it just ripped off that kneecap and um and so uh he goes we'll we'll uh tie it together we'll drill the holes in the kneecap and anchor it in he goes what about tomorrow and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And he goes, well, you'll have to be there by five. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care what time. Fucking right, yeah. man. I'm ready. Yeah. And he uh, and he was awesome. He talked about, like, the mental side of it. He's like, anytime you need something, he goes, this is going to be a long road. If you need us, we are here for you. We know how bad this can be for you. And he just made me feel really good. That's the know? shit. Yeah, it was great. So got that done, but now here you are. Three weeks later. Fucking PT twice, three times a week. They had to cut it to twice, but three in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Day after day after surgery, PT. It was like, but you know, that's what we do. Fucking right, Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it's got to be weird, right? Because you know, at our age right now, you know, I feel like this is where a lot of a lot of people, a lot of athletes are navigating their bodies and how to age gracefully, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that it takes a lot of effort and a lot of focus, but the whole reason we train is so that you can do silly pickup games, et cetera, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They, we've always said, we always said, like, man, most of the reason we like to keep in shape is because we want to keep up with our kids. And, like, we right. want to coach our kids, and we want to be there for, like, sports and stuff like that. You're not thinking that something like this is going to happen at your age. This was a long time coming. This was, you had like, said that. abuse of the body. So don't think people 
It's a 1.3. You know, I had a little bit of time on my hands. <laughs> so I'm sitting around like Google searching every fucking thing. <laughs> and it was uh, one of the first things was, how, how many people does this happen to? Right. And it was 1.36 and 100,000. I'm like, that's not very many people. Um, and so it's just, I grew up on a trampoline and I grew up on a farm where I jumped off the hay miles where they used to keep hay every single fucking day. I just abused my knees. And then I played on AstroTurf in college and football. And then I did triathlons, you know, and it was like, I mean, just abuse after abuse after abuse. It's funny you say that. I was just thinking, uh, there's this book where it's specifically around uh, psychology, though, like the body keeps score. So you'd say mm-hmm. like childhood mm-hmm. trauma stays with you. But I would also, now that you say that, it's not like, oh, when I was a kid, I did all these things to my body, but it's fine now because that, like, right. it only lives in that present moment. Yeah, right. I'm like, right. No, all that stuff follows us yeah. as we get older, depending on how yeah. much you put in. Yeah. Um, and now there's people probably listening, like, see, working out fucks you up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. What we're saying is like, it's, I mean, it's going, no amount of stretching and no amount of love I would have given my body because I was, I was actually doing, you I had wasn't, a great routine. Yeah. We, as far as your recovery is going, yeah, I was stretching really well every night I was yeah. drinking, drinking water. I was, I was being very good. To my body, yeah, um, and it was—it's just sometimes that shit just happens, man. Well, and that's just it—is that uh, it's the two things, right? Like there are accidents that occur, and there's just nothing you can do about that. You know, there was a trainer uh, who owned the gym that I trained clients at. Mm-hmm. She got in a car accident um, that affected her neck, <laughs> and. <laughs> That wasn't because of the neck, folks. Yeah, the, the noise that we can hear. So we're, um, <laughs> we're, in, we're in my basement, people. Yeah. We're in my basement. We have kids. You know, this is the world we live in. And I'm in a, I'm in a, we're in a fucking closet. My basement <laughs> trying to make this thing happen. So, you know what? If you're judging yeah. us, like, don't do that. Yeah, don't we're do doing that. our best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she hurt her neck. Yeah, so, she hurt her neck. Yeah. And... Um, she's been in great shape for her whole life and taking care of herself for her whole life. But now she had to do rehab and get, you know, better yeah. with mobility and all these things that yeah. had nothing to do with, yeah. you know, p- repetitive sports injuries or yeah. anything like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's, we do all these things to do better and to get better. But what I will say that training does is that it does teach you or provide you with a certain mindset and a certain level of character that the bounce back is possible. Yeah. And I think like that's where there's a lot of positive. Yeah. For sure. Like, you know, educate yourself to anything you're going to discipline. So if people, it just so happens that some of us dedicate um, ourselves to keeping, trying to keep ourselves like in, in my scene shape, I mean, just moving. Yeah, making maybe making movement for ourselves a priority, you know, like <clears throat> and feeling the feeling of like getting to, you know, failure on pushups and like that shit means something to us. But it also it doesn't mean that it has to mean everything th- that to everyone. But when you are dedicated to something, you're just more disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. Like you <laughs> you have to have a focus. And so like we're just asking we think uh, meeting the focus of your health actually can be beneficial in so many ways. 
not only physical, but it's mental. And, and it's that way for everyone. It's not like, like somebody says, you know what? Um, I, I like playing video games because I, I, that kind of chills me out. Some people, you know what? I like going have a couple of beers with my buddies because that helps chill me out. Everybody has their own kind of like what I think makes feel good to decompress. Yeah. Or... But we all know scientifically proven that when you move, you release endorphins in your body. And so that's a literal chemical balance in your body that is impacted positively by movement. If you need any bigger example, I don't see kids at like four years old not trying to run <laughs> on the playground. Yeah. yeah. Sitting around just like, like if you go to a park <laughs> with a four year old, that kid's like you playground. Are. I'm doing You're that. F- with 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 I don't where I'm at the, now, I'm I don't, fucked. I don't see the four year old going like, oh, you know what I'd really love right now is just a good book. <laughs> just trying to get my read on. And we're not saying it's not bad to have a good book and read it. That's good. What <laughs> what we're getting is you gotta move. Our bodies are yeah. made to move. And or to your point about the endorphin part, like I don't see like when I see the kids running around and panting and they're like, yeah, oh, I'm amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. And I love it. And I loved, and I am funny because uh, thinking about our kids, I loved, I love when I see kids on like um, jungle gyms and stuff Mm -hmm. and they're climbing like to higher heights that they haven't climbed before. You could see that they're nervous, but they're like doing it. And then they get there and they're like, I'm so amazing. Like I did. Yes. There was, there was a spider web one. Those like half moons. That's exactly right. And Tucker would be so scared. And then he finally got to the top of it and he's like, dad. Yeah. Yeah, don't fall. <laughs> you're like totally. Don't move. I'm gonna come underneath you, and like you think, like you're Spider Man. Like you will fucking for sure catch up. Dude, now I, I will say, I think you would because man, you see your fucking child start falling. You're like, dude. Oh, have you seen those on. videos of the dad wins? Where yeah. like they grab they the grab arm. the kid yeah. or they like catch it before he falls yeah, or like yeah. whatever. It happens, man. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And everyone gives you the, the tip of the cap, yeah, like, like, well done, sir. Yeah, like, yeah thanks, man. Thanks you know, for noticing You know they're that. looking at you going, man, I hope that would be me. I know. Like, would, would I be, be like that? Yeah. You're yeah. like, here's the other video where I didn't catch up. <laughs> There's a long cry. A big knot on his Little forehead. Little do you know, my kid always falls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just catch him three Late. out of ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I know. It is interesting. I, I think... When I think about like some of the clients that we've worked with and the ages of some of these clients, and uh, I, it's one of the reasons why I like this industry is you get to see a little bit of the future on a personal level. And all the clients that I ever worked with that were basically over 70, it was all the same. It was independence. Yeah. And independence comes with, you know, mobility. Yeah, that's so true, man. That is so true. Like, yeah, I mean, literally, I'm living that right now. Right. I can't fucking drive every time. And it's not about me. I'm not being poo-poo. What I, I just hit me that you just said that because I'm like, oh, my God, that is the worst part of what I'm going through right now is I don't I can't do things on my own. The amount of uh, support you yeah. need. And I don't feel burdened by it. Like people are. You guys, like all the friends have been great. Everybody's been fucking just fantastic. I can't believe that we live in a place. It's like it 
like I'm not telling anybody where I live. <laughs> I know whatever I say, like oh yeah, we live up north, I, yeah. but I never want to say the specific. Like, well, where do you live? Yeah. Like I, I, we can't talk yeah, about it. No, we don't talk about it. You're not coming here, son of a bitch. There's uh, the application process that we're putting together. Met so many awesome friends and uh, good people. I mean, you're gonna have a party. I had a party a couple of weeks ago with 40 fucking people that I met a year ago that I feel like they're best friends. Oh, it's and, the best. And um. I, we still got our old best friends, but these are new best friends, and it's fucking awesome. I agree. And then you guys are having a party this weekend with all the same people, <laughs> and it's like this is so fun. And um, I don't know where the hell I was going with that. Independence. Yeah. Oh, and independence. The yeah. So everybody's yeah. been everybody's been chipping in, man, and they like everybody's checking in. Hey, how you doing today? Do you need anything? Hey, like it's so awesome. But at this end of the day, too. Um, you know, I just want to fucking jump on my car and go for a fucking drive. Just do me. Yeah, <laughs> I know, dude. Right. And it's a weird thing because uh, I think that's this odd dichotomy that we navigate. It's like, uh, I want to be able to do shit on my own. And then at the same time, you're like, but when I do need support, I sure would love it. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, to your point, just like independence, being, having the ability to be like, okay, I'm going to go jump in the car and go get uh, some groceries or I'm going to go get this or that. The most like, simplest oh, of tasks I that you would probably I assume literally got to gotta stay here and be yeah. like, hey, John, can so now that you say that, right? Okay. So as you say that, there's been clients that I've had who've had those things taken away from them, their independence taken away from them due to injury or mm-hmm. part partly age. And you know when they when they ask about their progress and they try to think long term about their goals, I remember that it's always built around that independence, like I said. But the things that they they struggle. Is that watching us complain about the most mundane of tasks and they would say like, that sounds like the best fucking day. So I'm like, I have to go pick up this and I have to go do this. Oh, and I have right, to go do right, that right, right. Yeah. yeah. They wish they could. <laughs> They're like, bro, that sounds like the best fucking day ever. I yeah. would do this and I would add this to it and I would add that yeah. to it. And that's my point about yeah. The privilege of uh, our industry of being able to work with people on a more personal level is that then you get moments of perspective. Perspective, of man. Like, man. Yeah. I should be a little bit more grateful. You're right. Because at work, like, that's that's a good, uh, like, perspective on the perspective. Because when you're working in an office, <laughs> like, you're not going to talk to your coworker about the stuff that, like, a personal trainer and their client talks about. Because you get to know the person and they like you you're vulnerable really i mean you're giving your you're saying to someone like hey i'd like to work on me yeah can you help me can you help me me? work on me exactly and it's like and (laughs) we all want to say it's physical but it's mental it really is because think about it when when have you not wanted to work out what stops you your brain not your body. Your brain says, I'm tired. It's not my body that feels tired. Right. Right. It's my eyes. It's everything from the neck up. And and you, you are fighting the the negativity in your head to do that which you don't want to do. Right. But you know it's going to be good for you. And, and what's so- really crazy is that I've never ever even on my worst workouts have walked away like shouldn't have done that Mm -hmm. 
I can tell you so many other activities. Unless I pull my back. Afterwards, that I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so you are working on their mental health more than really anything else. And not in a way like, you know, I, I'm never one of those people that's like, okay, tell me about all your problems. Like, what's going on? But it just ends up because they're talking about their day or talking about this, that you end up knowing about their problems. Yeah. And, um, and then you become this good sounding board for them yeah. of them. Just like, I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah. And then, and depending on how long you worked with a client, right? Like here's an example. I have one client I worked with and they had like some issue they were navigating at work. And it reminded me of an issue that they had navigated a year and a half earlier with like another coworker or something. I was like, yeah. this almost sounds familiar yeah. to this other issue that you had. And I'm like, holy shit. I forgot all about that. <laughs> right. Right. You're right. And I did handle that shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like this person. Yeah. And I did do all these yeah. things. Sometimes you forget like that you were a badass too. Oh. Like that, right? Like that's exactly like right. Like they're like they get beat down for a little while and they start to uh everybody second guesses themselves and everybody loses confidence in themselves at some point. And so you're going through this patch of like, man, and then somebody reminds you like who you were <laughs> and you're like, Man, I was that motherfucker. That's right. And you are, right? Yeah. And then it's just I'm still but to your point, it's the mental game. But so you just so gotta like, feed the, the brain. Yeah, but like to and then going back to what you're saying about just like work and being in, involved in this is like you, you're you're not gonna get that type of interaction in a normal work environment. No, because and rightfully so. Like you're not. I mean, maybe some. I'm I'm sure actually a lot of people out there know about their coworkers. Like, but I don't know that. I think it's mostly like a sharing of information than it is like, hey, I'm looking for help. Because like you said. Yeah, I think that we, I think it's really easy for someone to have like, someone they can confide in at work, like yeah. their work friend or like yeah. someone they're like, oh, this is who I like working with. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I think, you know, some of that may live only in so much. Yeah. And uh, they'll only provide so much, but we get like this interesting gift. I mean, because I... <laughs> Even just other trainers, not just clients. Like we've had some instructors and trainers go through some pretty horrific things in yeah. their life that have nothing to do with fitness and everything to do with life. And it's um, and it's a a blessing, I guess, to be able to go through that or to be a part of someone's pain and hopefully a part of their their growth from that. Yeah. Um. But as I say that out loud, I have to imagine, you know, someone's going through shit and then they're like going to work and trying to turn on for someone else, like as a trainer or as an instructor. Because mm -hmm. we get asked that a lot. I remember yeah. like, when you don't feel it, what gets, that's like yeah. the number one question yeah. that yeah. you, with all these like different things, mm -hmm. they're like, hey, when you can't get it done, where do you go to? Like, where do you go? And I have like a couple of consistent answers I give, which are like underlining motivation for me. Yeah. Like, but at the end of the day, some days I'll say, I'm going to go into the gym. I'm going to see how long I can hold a pull. And then I consistently yell at myself in my brain, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Get over yourself. And I don't know if that's the healthiest because you, at the same time, you meet, you talk to someone who talks about 
mental health, maybe you need rest and maybe you need recovery. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are mentally and emotionally exhausted. They do need recovery and they do need rest. I guess for me, I have, I just know how it feels after a really good workout where you really got to lay out your emotions. Like remember when we were teenagers Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) you were nothing but emotions. Mm -hmm. I would throw weight down and cry during like lifting (laughs) sessions and shit. You're like, you know what a kid uh, is mad at their parents, but they can't yell at their parents. So they like talk under their breath, but they're crying at the same time. Like, I'll fucking whip your ass. What'd you say? Nothing. (laughs) That kind of thing. That's what the gym would be sometimes. I'd be lifting like, you think you're better than me. And then you get done and you go through this like cathartic yeah. beat down. And you're like, I feel so good right now. Yeah. And then you wake up and get back into the fucking fight. Yeah. And look at you, bro. In the fight. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. But like, <laughs> I wonder, because you're right, man. Because I'm like that. Like, I've always been like that. But I wonder if that's why I'm in the position I'm in right now. Like, with, because I, I've applied that all the time. Pushed. So here's what my body looks like, like now. Yeah. Or at least how my body responds. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the reason I wanted to jump off the email is because I wanted to beat my cousin. We were trying to jump out as far as we could. And I wanted to fucking beat him. He was a year older than me. And he always beat me. And he, and I was like, I'm going to beat this guy one of these days. And so Even if it means sacrificing ju- my body. Yeah, thinking. I don't. Didn't, I didn't know. Of if course it's not. Yeah. But that's like, that's just like the, no, I'm going to take this to the fucking edge. But then. <laughs> <laughs> there it is right there, man. Yeah. There's the edge. Yeah. I'm going and, there. And I see it in my son. It's like, I'm like, oh, he sees the edge and he's just going to go right past it. Um, And, you know, but I was in a, I was in a good mode of, of just like chilling. So I think you can always change. I think you can. Yeah. It took a while, but it was I was in a good mode. It's just this, you know, whatever. This was just years. Yeah. Um, but uh, how about this? So uh, if you listen to two, was it two podcasts ago? We talked about um, like people that we uh, looked up to as young men. Young I think men. it was a couple right episodes right. ago. Can I talk about? It was my dad, my high school football coach. And then my um, buddy's dad, who coached us, uh, and did like all the the uh, workouts, weight workouts, and stuff like that. Yeah, and, the strength coach. And then his wife passed away. Yeah, right. He just died on Tuesday. What? Isn't that crazy? Man? You just saw him. I know. At the, at his wife's funeral. It's fucking heartbroken, bro. Yep. How long were they married? I mean, I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly, but I mean, it was a long, they were high school sweethearts. That was like yeah. when, yeah. when they got together, high school they were pretty young. Yeah. His whole life's been with her, bro. Yeah. And they raised a, they raised, um, four kids. Um, and, uh, they had, they have they didn't have a, a easy life. I mean, in the sense of just like, they, they went through a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. and not as a family, like. Um, they had a very good, fucking loving nucleus family. They just had a, a one of the children was suffering, yeah, and um, from birth, and so like you know, uh, you know they had they had a lot on their hands, and he always made time, man, always made time for coaching, and uh... yeah, that's a legacy, legacy, yeah, it's a damn good one. 
But those are the hard ones, man. I have to imagine. To your point about these are like the male figures that started to leave a pretty significant impression as far as what you would say are characteristics of the men you would want to be. Yeah. And uh, even his exit kind of shows that. Like how powerful his love for his lady yeah. would be, how yeah. heartbreaking that yeah. might be for a yeah. person. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think about it sometimes. Yeah. Like if Laura died, like how long would I make it? Not like I would take my own life, but my yeah. life would be like. <laughs> you know, you know, it would just eat you up. Like, because yeah. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I remember when I was by myself. <laughs> Oh, dude. That was not a pretty sight. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm uh, When I think about it, I think about it like Darth Vader. I'm like, yeah, I killed that guy. I was like, shh, <laughs> you're dead now. Yeah. There's a new Jeremy coming. Here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Like, I, I, of course, you know, there's tragedy at all different points, but to live a full life, to raise and then have grown children. Yeah. You know. And they're all great kids. They actually... You know, he's he he actually owned his own business. He had like I'm gonna butcher this, but he had over over fifteen patents himself. Wow. Like this guy was it was he was he was a genius man. Yeah. He was an engineer. He created um uh, I think it was for Ford first and then Chrysler, the HVAC systems for the AC and shit? Yeah, like everything. Wow. I'm I'm butchering this <laughs> if my buddy had Ed, love you, buddy. If you uh, if you listen to this, sometime, <laughs> he's pulling his like, hair out right you now. You don't know exactly. You don't know. Exact, like, you don't know shit. But no, he um he started a company, HVAC company, and designed. Had, I mean, literally, pat, he had designs, design patents, and stuff or technology that he came up with. And he was in the um, uh, yeah, like the Ford plants and stuff like that. It's badass. Everywhere, um, Ed, his son. So then, Ed, his son, and his son Russ took the company over. And well, I shouldn't say take it, took it over, started working. Yeah. For him. Um, and, uh, you know, they were all involved in the company. And Ed was last I, you know, before I went back for his mom's funeral, talked to him. He was working on a, um, uh, hospital in New York, the, uh, NYU. Oh, hospital. wow. Yeah. They were putting their system in there. So it's really great, you know, family, man. And, uh, just a just a crazy interesting guy, you know. Like always, I mean, he ran. He was running a business, multi million dollar business like that, and he was able to like make every practice, every game. Like he coached us from third grade flag football. He coached basketball. He and then, uh, like seventh and eighth grade basketball, CYO basketball, all that shit. And then he followed us because Ed was in. You know, his son was in my class, and so they followed us all the way up. He followed us all the way up through high school and was my running backs coach. And dude, he had us this one time. <laughs> dude, he's the best. He had us. <laughs> you know those like big vans that they used to have on football teams? Like, yeah. You know, you'd have a van and they'd pack all the shit in the van. And yeah. Then, like one driver and two like uh, staff, like what do they call them? Athletic trainers. Yeah. The athletic trainers, you know, that tape the. They tape the ankles. They'd be in there, but the rest would just be like football and gear and gear and everything. Okay, <laughs> so we're at practice one day. <laughs> Me, my cousin, who I jumped up the haymows with, 
who was a year older than me. He was a fantastic fucking football player. And the only thing I wanted to do my junior year, because he was starting a strong side linebacker and I was starting weak side linebacker. And the and we played football every day of our lives, like on the trampoline and everything, which obviously <laughs> destroyed my knees. <laughs> and so we um we we would uh we would um we were playing you know, starting on the on the varsity and uh my one goal was to beat him in tackles that year. And I I I beat him, thank Badass. God. But but it was uh me, him, him this guy Nate Dixon, who was the best athlete I've ever, one of the best athletes I've ever seen to this day. Um, he was like, he looked like Adonis in high school. And he, he, he just the nicest guy. Yeah. And the hardest runner I've ever seen. One of the hardest would just run you over, but then be like, hey, man, nice, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was the nicest guy. And so um, we were all uh, at practice, and, you know, they split you off into groups, and so the running backs were, were doing stuff. And Coach Coach Kaiser, so is Tom Kaiser, his name, Coach Kaiser, is like, he puts a big, <laughs> he takes one of those big pads that you would block with, you know, and he holds it up, up on the back of the van. And he goes, I put, this, I put this thing in neutral, and I want you to come off the, um, I, want you to, I want you to fake the dive and block the, uh, defensive end, like the the car, the, the van was the defensive end, and Nate, the first guy who would run over everything, goes <laughs> flying into this thing and crushes it and doesn't move and like an inch, <laughs> an inch, and Coach Kaiser takes the pad away and the back of the door is crumbled. He just crumbled the back of that door, but didn't move the van. And Coach Kaiser goes. <laughs> All right, uh, that's enough of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mind, I'm like, oh he's like, because he, he's an engineer, he's like, this is totally going to work. And then he's like, you know what? I didn't what account I for the yeah. screws of the door. <laughs> I mean, it was great. He's man. like, was the parking he would wear. On? He's the guy that would wear shorts in the middle. Of he never wore, never saw him. Long pair of pants. Oh, my God. I love those coaches. <laughs> The only time I saw him in long pair of pants is if he had a uh, like a suit, you know. Right, totally. Yeah. Like his like formal his, events, like his son's wedding. Totally, you know. There's oh hey wedding TK, or a funeral. Tk, we call him Tk. Yeah, Tk's got pants on today, guys. Must, must be, be special. Must be special. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, yes, man. That's a good. Well, hey, let's cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers to Coach Kaiser. Cheers to Tk, man. Love you, buddy. Rest in peace. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for being patient with us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, letting me work through some stuff there, folks. That was a uh, cathartic, man. Yeah. Appreciate it, Jay. Uh, always, brother. Um, Till next time, y'all. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you listening. And uh, I guess take care of yourselves out there, yeah. both mentally and physically. And uh, keep fighting the good fight. Yeah. Love you, man. Love you too, bro. Peace. Peace.